News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Uh, Minister for Education, Norma Foley, uh, good morning. Good morning, Shane. Uh, can I talk to you first about voluntary contributions? Um, you were quoted in the uh, business post uh, at the weekend saying there was no compulsion for parents to pay school voluntary contributions. Um, that may be the case, and technically it undoubtedly is the case, but a lot of parents still feel under huge pressure to pay those uh, donations. And there are anecdotal examples of schools applying said pressure. No, I, I was very clear and I continue to be very clear. Um, they are, as the name suggests, voluntary. Um, there is absolutely no compulsion um, on any parent or guardian to make a contribution of that nature to a school. And I want to be clear too that it's very clearly set out in the Education Act that no fee can be charged um, in terms of tuition provided for any curricular subjects, any education that's provided in the schools. Um, and, and that's very clear and very steadfast. And you know, also, you know, made the point that this year I'm very conscious of the additional pressures um, on schools, particularly in terms of energy costs, and an additional, um, you know, 90 million euro uh, has been made available to schools specifically for that reason. It's an uplift, if you like, of 40 percent uh, in terms of the student capitation that is is paid for each student in the school. So. I'm very, very conscious, as indeed is government, that these are difficult and trying and challenging times um, for all of society. And again, you're aware of the um, numerous measures that uh, across governments that have been introduced in terms of cost of living measures. But I am very clear in, in, in terms of uh, voluntary contributions. Why do we, st- in 2023, why do we still need voluntary contributions? I mean, we're supposed to have free education. Why aren't we funding our schools well enough? Well, again, I'm going to say to you, there is significant um, funding provided by the Department of Education directly into our schools, significant new initiatives, for example, over the last number of years, you're aware that in September of this year now there will be free um, uh, school books for our primary school children. That will be another, um, I think, positive experience um, for parents. Schools are, and as I said, where there is additional requirement for schools in terms of funding, we've made that available again this year. Um, so, you know, we have not been found wanting in the unique set of circumstances in, in which we find ourselves presently. And schools may choose to do additional or other initiatives um, for the benefit of students. And, and that's, you know, obviously within their, um, within their choice and remit. But I'm very, very clear, and it is, as I've said, set out in the Education Act that no monies, no fees can be paid for any education and tuition as provided in the curriculum um, and just set out very clearly um, in the Education Act. Okay, um, while we have you, can I also ask you about this backlash against the change in the curriculum in the uh, in primary schools uh, in relation to the teaching of Irish language? Fourteen percent less time uh, to learn Irish. A lot of criticism of that move. Well, I think you need to look in the round of what has been um, proposed in the primary curriculum framework. Um, I think it's um, very significant. It's very much of its time. We're also introducing, um, you know, modern foreign languages, specifically in terms of Irish. There is a recognition, and I've, I've worked long enough in the education sector to to value um, the opportunity for autonomy within schools. I think schools, and in particular the staff in the schools, know their students um, best. So what we have introduced is um, a flexi time or uh, flexi hours that can be provided and given to a school so that, for example, if a school identifies that the area of difficulty for their students is, for example, in the area of Irish, additional time can be provided for Irish or if it 
another school identifies that that's in the area of maths, those flexi hours can be provided for maths. So it's not a question of cutting time. What it actually is is a recognition that different schools, different students have different needs at different times. And so now that additional time has been made available for the schools to use as they judge best in whatever subject area they they recognise that additional time. Briefly, can I ask you, you met with exam chiefs over the Leaving Cert results date this week. Is it likely the date will return to August uh, this year? What can you tell us in relation to that? Well, I want to be very clear um, and I engage on an ongoing basis with the State Examinations Commission. Um, I want to recognise the, the, you know, the excellent work that they do in terms of uh, presiding over the integrity of the exams. I also want to recognise that they have additional demands this year and they've had so last year in terms of we've made the decision that there would be a second sitting of the Leaving Certificate exam for those who, for whatever reason, through illness or bereavement, might not be in a position to sit the first exam. I think that's right and proper. I think that's broadly welcomed. That is an additional demand for them. And also, um, I was very clear in making the... um, the decision that there would be no, if you like, um, cliff edge for those who sat leaving cert during the calculated okay. or accredited grades process, and there has to be a post marking um, um, a time allotment there. I've made it very clear to the State Examination Commission that it is my absolute um, preference that um, um, that a, the, the the date for leaving certificate would be within the August time frame. I know they are working very very hard to ensure that that will be um, the, the most likely outcome and. You know, so I, most likely, August, uh, most likely August is that the is that the bottom line? Well, I respect that it is within the gift of the State Examinations Commission. Um, I've made my position very clear position on it. Clear. I think they're very clear on it, and I would anticipate that we would be in a position to make an announcement in the not uh, not too distant future in relation to it. Very finally, can I just ask you in relation to that protest in uh, County Clare? Papers reporting, newspapers reporting this morning that the Integration Minister Joe Bryan has proposed that the blockade of a site. Uh, 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 of that site be lifted for a four week period uh, and given the guarantee if that happened that there would be no extra arrivals of international protection applicants during that time is that not an extraordinary show of weakness from the government you are part of you're basically saying we can be bullied uh, if you stand up to us and if you say we don't want asylum seekers we'll cave in and we'll compromise no, I wouldn't agree with that view at all, uh, Shane, to be fair. Um, I think in the first instance, I think if you look at this in the round, right across this country, we have tens and thousands of um, uh, people, either from Ukraine or those in international protection, uh, almost 100,000 now, who have been accommodated in this country, who have been welcomed into this country and into our communities, the work of local communities. Yeah, I they're, recognize they're not being welcomed that, here and, and, and the but, government is saying, fine by us, we'll, we'll play it your yeah. way. No, I think it is um, more correct to look at it in the round to see what has been achieved so far up to this point. But recognising, and I think it behoves government to recognise, that in individual um, communities there may may well be individual circumstances. And in this instance, the residents have pointed to a number of different issues. Um, It is important that government would look at those issues. And I I welcome the fact that Minister O'Brien has met with everybody concerned. Um, What he has said is that he, he will work on a pathway forward with a specific queries that have been raised and there will be a four-week period for that and uh, in the interim that the the blockade would be lifted and that um, that those who are being housed there would be supported to be housed there. I I think if government chose not to listen to people um, I think we would be having a very different discussion here this morning. So I think it's right, I think it's proper, we respect the concerns of everybody um, but we work 
together, cooperatively and collaboratively to find a pathway forward. Okay. And that's exactly Norma, what is being proposed here. Norma Foley, Education Minister, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.